Continuing with Siman Reish Kaf Chet, the uh, Gemara talks about a bracha al hayam hagadol. When you see the yam hagadol, you say bracha Hashem lekanu lechlam shasat hayam hagadol. However, the Alkut Yosef points out, min haginu shlolavarech berkat shasat hayam hagadol. We do not recite that bracha al hayam hagadol b'shevu malchut. Generally, we refer yam hagadol in Chazal's language. Usually, refers to the Mediterranean Sea. He says, so why not? Why don't we say this bracha? Because when it comes to this particular instance, there is a safek, there is a machloket. What is the yam hagadol that this bracha is supposed to refer to? Is it the Mediterranean Sea, which is connected to the Atlantic, which reaches Israel? Or the Atlantic itself? So there's a machloket, which one qualifies as yam hagadol? And so therefore, if you see either one, the Mediterranean or the Atlantic, even if it's only once every 30 days or less, you don't make a bracha uh, with Shem Hashem. Certainly, it sounds like you could still make the bracha without Shem Hashem, um, but with Shem Hashem should be avoided uh, regardless of which which body of water you're looking at. Siman Reish Kavtet starts with Birkata Keshet. So, Reta Keshet, you see a rainbow, Mivarech B'Shem Malchut, Barachata Hashem Lukin Malchaulam, Zocher Habrit Neeman Bivrito Vekayam Bimamaro. It's a three part bracha. Zocher Habrit Hashem who remembers the covenant that he made with Noah, referring to the, re- referencing the rainbow. Neeman Bivrito stands by his covenant. Vekayam Bimamaro, and whose words are established and last forever. Vesserly Stakilbo Yoter, you shouldn't stare at it for too long. Aval Mutar Lomala Chavero Shiesh Keshet. You could certainly tell your friend there is a rainbow outside. You tell your friend, so he'll come out and make a bracha. It's not an everyday occurrence. This way, this way, the uh, your friend can make the bracha. The reason that this is relevant is because the Gemara points out that, you know, the story of the first keshet of the rainbow is because Hashem is angry with the world. And he says, okay, the keshet, the rainbow, will be proof that I don't want to destroy the world. I will not destroy the world ever again. That's what he promises Noah. The keshet is proof. That's the brit. That's the covenant. Meaning... That in theory, the world should have been destroyed, and Hashem, instead of destroying it, is displaying a keshet that he is tolerating uh, whatever is going on any longer, which is not necessarily the greatest thing. So perhaps we shouldn't be staring at it too long, we shouldn't be telling other people about it. Why would we tell people how terrible the world is? So that's on the one hand. On the other hand, you want to, you want to enable other people to recite a bracha, enabling other people to recite a bracha is, uh, is important also. So how much of the rainbow do you have to see? You only have to see part of it. You don't have to see the whole thing. The Mishnah Baran, the Bira Lacha writes, he quotes other according that you have to see Chatsi Goran Agula. He wants you to see a a full um, half circle from one end to the other. And we don't follow that Lalacha. You can see even part of the Keshet and therefore, and, and then make a Bracha. We don't, sometimes you can see the whole thing, the whole semicircle, but sometimes you can't. You can see only part of it and that's enough. But if you can't see it because it's blocked or you see a reflection of a rainbow in a puddle, so that's not. You have to see a, a, uh, actual rainbow. If you see a reflection or you see it in a mirror, that doesn't count. But if you see it through a window, so that does count. Meaning, are you seeing it directly or indirectly? So long as you're seeing it directly, you make a bracha, even if it's glass or something in front of you. If you see a reflection of it, or if you see it, or even if you don't see the whole thing, um, a bracha should be recited. Have a wonderful day.